Welcome to Bowling Springs Baptist Church, where we learn and grow together in Christ. We now join the church in worship.
morning. Let's try that again. Good morning. All right. What a joy it is to be in the house of the Lord this morning. We're glad you're here. I want to take this opportunity to welcome our guests who are with us today. I want everybody to t- take their bullets and tear off your tabs. Let's hear them. I don't hear them. There we go. I want to ask those you are visiting or our guests today, we want to know about you and give you the opportunity to get to know us too. So please fill out that information, drop it in the offering plate as it comes by. On the back of that is a prayer request form I'd invite you to fill out. That's for all of us. If you have prayer needs or know of someone that has a prayer need, you may also use this as a care slip. If you want um, a request to go to care, please write care on there somewhere or setting in front of you should be a colored slip or a white little card that's in the um, places behind your pews that are care forms, and I would ask you to fill that out. If you know of someone who has a need, be it an encouragement, prayer, phone call, need a visit, or just got something going on in their life that we need to be aware of and minister to, please drop that off in the offering plate so that the care ministry can get that. It is vital that you do that so that we can continue to care for the needs of our church members and our community. So please do that. I want to ask you just to grab your bulletin and look over it just to make sure you know what's going on. There is a shower this afternoon, so please uh, make note of that. Tonight is our daycare spring program and graduation. I want to take this opportunity to invite everyone to be a part of that. The kids have worked really hard this week on that, and I know you'll want to be here to see what's going on there and to meet those families. And I know Keith will have more to say about that or has even in the insert. On the back side is the listing of the week, the activities for the week, so please make sure you look at that. Vacation Bible School is a big deal, and um, you'll know that next Sunday afternoon, we're going to do a big promo for that Sunday afternoon. I believe I said at 3.30, we'll meet here and um, go out into the community and share with folks because the following week, Sunday uh, Vacation Bible School begins. So we want to make sure that we get the word out and invite all the community folks to be a part of that. And I want to invite you to be a part of that. If you are not a part of Vacation Bible School and you would like to be, I know Julie and Elena have plenty of places to put you. So uh, if you'll just contact them, they, they will put you where uh, they, they have needs. I want to recognize Cedric this morning and ask him to come and bring our mission moment. And we will continue with worship this morning. By the way, I guess we should welcome Keith to worship this morning. We're glad to have him with us. And uh, you're looking forward to hearing from him. Good morning, everybody. Um, As you know, for the past couple of months, I've been moved to introduce to everybody uh, with the understanding of praying for the nations to open up an opportunity for all of us to be part of the mission of God to pray for the, na- the nations outside of that our own. And if you believe as much as I believe in the power of prayer, I know that our prayers are being answered in ways that we just cannot even understand. Um, for the past couple of months, I have introduced the countries of Palestine, the countries of Jordan, the countries of Egypt, the countries of Israel, um, to pray for these countries, and I hope that you continually to pray for them, and the country of, of Naples, I mean Nepal as well, which had suffered a lot recently with earthquakes and landslides. Um, the country for this month I want to present to you all today to pray for, along with the countries that have already been presented, is the country of Japan. 
um, in the past couple of, of years, Japan has been going through a lot, uh, especially with the disasters um, that recently struck Japan with the earthquakes and landslides that caused a lot of deaths. Um, also, another fact that many people don't know is, is the suicide rate in Japan. Um, worldwide, they're number seven in the highest, highest rate of suicides due to the understanding that many of the younger generation has lost basically the will to live. Um, there is a lack of, there's a low birth rate count going on in Japan as well due to the lack of motivation for younger folks to get together and get married and, and have families. Um, so I do ask this congregation to please pray for Japan and pray for the people of Japan and pray that the Lord will work, work through those who are in government and work through those who are in leadership positions, both spiritually and politically, to help out this younger generation who has lost hope in themselves and lost hope in their country. Um, so if you all please join me in the, as we go to the Father in prayer. Dear Lord, we come to you with open hearts, Lord God, for, for our brothers and sisters in Japan, Lord God Almighty, and we lift them up to you, Lord God. You know all the problems that's going on in this country, Lord God, and we know that they're your children as much as we are your children, Lord, and we pray, Lord, that you help them, Lord God, and you bless them, Lord God Almighty, and you comfort them, Lord, in their time of need, Lord God Almighty, and you pray that you bring hope in their hearts, Lord God, and give them the will to live and carry on, Lord, but despite the difficulties that brought, that's brought upon them, Lord. And we also lift up all the other nations, Lord God, that have been presented, Lord God Almighty, that you continue to help them, Lord God, continue to open doors to allow us to be of more help to them, Lord God Almighty, and continue to bless them, Lord, and continue to comfort them, Lord God Almighty. In your name, Lord, we do pray. Amen. Thank you all for your time. Good morning. We are going to be emphasizing our love to the Lord this morning. So let's start with a wonderful hymn of praise, 227, as we sing, Praise Him, Praise Him. Tell of His excellent greatness, ever in joyful song, 227. Let's stand as we sing, please.
I need a couple of volunteers. Who wants to volunteer to help me out this morning? One, one two. All right. Hop on up. Can you um, open those up for me? And you know what those are? Maps. You ever seen one of those before? You have seen one. Have you used one? No. Do you know where we are on those maps? No. I'll tell you, I, I'll give you a hint. We're not. <laughs> you want to know why we're not on those maps? Do you know what those maps are of? What is that a map of? Do you know? Can you tell? South Carolina. We're not in South Carolina, are we? No, so we couldn't find ourselves on that map. What about this one? You know what that's a map of? Maybe. You know what the hardest part about a map is? Folding it. <laughs> you know that? That is a map of... You're flipping around here so you can see it right here on this side. You might be able to tell a little better. You recognize that? I think it's upside down. <laughs> now, do you recognize that? No. That is the state of Virginia. Are we in Virginia? No, we're not. So we wouldn't be able to find ourselves on either one of these maps. So either, either of these maps are not helpful to us, are they? No, they're not. Um, I'll, I'll take those, and I'm not going to attempt to fold them at this time. Thank you. Um, you know, have you ever been on a trip and gotten lost? You ever been on a trip and gotten lost? And, and what happens when you get lost? What do you need to do? You need to what? You need to find your way back. You may need to stop and ask for directions. Um, I'll have to be honest and admit I don't always do that very well. Um, I had someone give me some wide, wise words of wisdom that said that you're never lost as long as you got a credit card. Um, which translates, as long as I can buy gas, I'm never lost. You know, you, just the same though, you want to ask for directions to, to see where you need to go. Now we have, and the reason I think we look at maps funny nowadays is because do, do you really use maps anymore, do we? What do we normally use? We use a GPS. Now, have you ever put in an address to the, on your GPS to anything? And, and when you put in this address, and I'm just going to, I've got to be careful when my phone talks. Somebody's phone talked one time got me in trouble. Starting road to 2680 West Zion Church Road. Head west on Chestnut Street, then turn right onto South Main Street. You, you hear that? You've got this voice that's talking to you, telling you where to go. Now, the, the voice and this map are really cool because I don't have to read this map or I don't even really have to look at the map on my phone because it's talking to me. I can hear it. But do you know I still have a choice? How many of you have been on a trip with mom or dad the GPS says, turn right, and that, that's not where we need to go. Have you ever had that happen? I, we don't need to go there. 
So then we then this discussion, we call them heated discussions at our home. This discussion comes up as to whether or not we need to listen to the voice. It's like, well, does it know where we're going? And so I've even been following my GPS on my phone and not believe it. Call somebody, not turn my GPS off, and I got two voices talking in my ear telling me where to go. And I still, I have to, I have to like, where am I going? Who do I believe? Who do I trust? Well, Vacation Bible School this year, journey off the map. And we're going to be going on an adventure. You know, life is an adventure. It really is. And it's a journey. And God provides for us a way on this journey of life. He gives us his word. He asks us to read it. He speaks to it, speaks to us from his word. But you know what we have to do? We have to decide to listen to it. And we have to go where he wants us to go and do what he wants us to do. Isaiah 30, 21 says, Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear, will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. So that's what we're going we're gonna to explore that and talk about listening to God and how God will direct us to where we need to be and what we need to be doing. But you know what we got to do first of all? We got to trust him. We got to trust that he knows best for our lives so that we can listen to where he wants us to go. Because just because we hear it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen. We got to do it. We got to go where he wants us to go. We got to believe and trust him that he knows what's best. So that's my prayer for all of us is that we'll trust God. Trust God on the journey and follow him. Let's pray. God, help us to trust you, to listen to you. God, there are lots of voices that are talking to us, but help us to listen to your voice and to trust your voice on our journey in life and to know that you're going to do amazing things in our life. We love you, and we thank you for loving us through your son Jesus, in whose name I pray. Amen.
Good morning. What a pleasure it is to be here with you now at Bowling Springs Baptist Church. I'm going to lead us in prayer this morning, and at the end of our prayer, I would invite you to join me in praying the prayer that our Father asked us to pray. Will you pray with me this morning? Father, we praise you, for you are a great God. We come to you this morning as dependent people. We ask that you meet each one of us today at the point of our need. Father, we praise you for the way that you have worked in the life of Bowling Springs Baptist Church, for the way that you have worked in the life of our family. It has brought us to this moment here today. Father, we're excited about the future. We pray for the service today. We pray that your spirit would be here. We pray that, Lord, the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts would be acceptable in your sight. We lift up those who cannot be with us today, for those who are in the nursing homes or homebound. Father, for those who simply need encouragement today, for those who need direction, maybe they're faced with a career path, Lord, where they are seeking your wisdom, and we pray that they would find that as they look to you this morning. Father, teach us, Lord, and remind us, as you already have throughout the service, of how great you are, but Lord, teach us more about what it means to love you with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. Lord, as we do that, you know that you will give us, we trust that you will give us the capacity to love our neighbor. Father, that you would give us the ability to welcome those this evening as we have the child care program. Lord, give us open hearts and minds to receive these families and to offer a word of encouragement and a word of welcome to them this evening. Lord, bless us now, Father. Bless the songs, the prayers, your word as it is read and spoken and preached this morning. We're thankful for your presence here with us today, and we acknowledge that you truly are a great God. Father, we pray now the prayer that you have taught us to pray. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hymn 210 is, My Jesus, I Love Thee. Whatever we do in our life, our Lord continues to love us. And whatever's going on in our life, whether it be joyful times or even difficult times, we need to remain true in loving our Lord. Let's stand as we sing number 210, please. This morning, as we prepare for our worship with our offerings, 
I want to point you to a teaching of Jesus on stewardship in Luke 6, 37 and 38. And do not judge, and you will not be judged. And do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Pardoned, pardon, and you will be pardoned. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. They will pour into your lap. For your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. As we come to this portion of worship and prepare to give our gifts, I would like you to think about these words on stewardship from Christ, giving us the challenge to exhibit love for others for gracious giving, not just our monetary resources, but also our forgiveness and our compassion. And there was a reward promised in this passage. Now, it may not be a a big heaping scoop of grain, but it might be a life of joyous faith and fulfillment of our best hopes for our life. Now may we bow. Dear Father, give us loving hearts as we seek to reach out and minister to this community. May our gifts be given in generous measure. For your glory, the blessing of many in our sphere of influence. Amen.
Amen. Thank you, Paul and Choir, for leading us. Wow. What a week. What a service already. You know, I didn't plan on saying this, but um, I want to invite you to be in prayer for the church that is beginning to chart the course for their future. Um, the church that I just left as interim pastor. I was there about 10 months. It's New Bessemer Baptist in McLeansville, North Carolina. This is just north of Greensboro. Uh, my uh, prayers are with them this morning and an interim that uh, will be finishing out the interim part two there, at Walker Armstrong. But I would continue uh, to ask you, as you pray for us and as you pray for me, I would invite you to remember them as they uh, begin to figure out what their next step is uh, as a church as well. And so uh, I would very much appreciate that. I want to thank you for wearing name tags this morning. It has helped. I know I didn't uh, meet all of you or shake your hand in the hall, uh, but uh, look forward to getting to know each of you in the coming days uh, more so. I've had, you know, a, a busy week, a full week. Uh, my family, uh, who is there, are, they are here this morning, but they have not been here during the week. And so uh, I have been taking advantage of some time in the evenings where I would normally be home with them uh, to be with some of you, whether it was in a rug meal or at a, in, a, in a home or wherever, wherever it may have been. But uh, I have enjoyed those conversations. And as you have seen in your newsletter, The Encounter, I have some questions as I have the opportunity to, to get to know you, whether it's individually or as a family uh, or as a small group. I have some questions that I will be uh, wanting to hear from you and getting to know you will help me get my hands around or my head around the pulse of Bowling Springs Baptist Church. So I look forward to getting to know you. Uh, about 90% of our belongings, of our worldly possessions, are in Bowling Springs right now. Uh, they are in our home. I told my wife this week that I was beginning to place some things where I wanted them to go. And she reminded me that when she arrived that she would place them where they should go. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um... I, I want to say thanks again, uh, not only for a wonderful week this week, but uh, for the process. Uh, this has been a process now for some months, and uh, from the first phone call from Diane Rabin uh, to where we are today, uh, the, the search committee, pastor search committee has been top drawer in everything that they have done. I want to thank not only the pastor search committee, but also uh, the staff for their, uh, you know, words of wisdom and guidance and, and assistance this week as well. A, a quick thank to Jim Richardson and all the staff. Um, it, again, he's just, he's helped prepare the way. Let's look to Deuteronomy 6 this morning, verses 4 through 9. Moses wrote in Deuteronomy 6, 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons, shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. If you'll turn with me over to Mark chapter 12, beginning at verse 28. One of the scribes came and heard them arguing, and recognizing that he had answered them well, asked him, What commandment is foremost of all? Jesus answered, The foremost is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. 
You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Father, I ask that you would bless the reading and the preaching of your word this morning. Remind us that new beginnings are possible. Remind us of your presence in the midst of new beginnings. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The sermon title today is, The Future is Bright, So Where Do We Begin? This week, if I think about things in the big picture, it's a little overwhelming, as you might imagine. As we think about pastoral care, as we think about staffing issues, as we think about leadership, as we think about uh, current ministries and future ministries, and as we think about the different voices uh, that are um, uh, speaking to us about the many different things and the many different paths that we can go for our future, it can be quite overwhelming. But when we think about the sermon title today, it says, The Future is Bright, which I truly believe it is. Where do we begin? We have to begin somewhere. So where do we begin? That somewhere is found in the words of Moses in Deuteronomy and also in the words of Mark. A great place to begin is with loving God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. And as we do that, there's something natural that will come from that. We'll begin loving our neighbor as ourselves. Of all the places for the pastor and the church to begin, this is the place. In the coming months and years ahead, all of what we will do as a church will spring, spring forth from this place. As we think about our desire to reach people with the good news, I believe we can better accomplish the great commission of go and make disciples when we learn to live out and get serious about Jesus' words that we refer to as the great commandment. To the Jews in Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 and 5, they were and still are the primary confession of faith. The designated term is Shema. The first word at the beginning of verse 4 in Deuteronomy 6 says Hear, O Lord, listen. This was to be recited twice daily. These words uh, to the Jews opened the synagogue service. They were written on parchment. They were worn in phylacteries that were attached to their bodies. And these words were inscribed on the doorpost of the home, as we see here in Deuteronomy 6. Jesus reminds us later in Mark 12 that the love of God is to be the central an absorbing interest in your life and in mine. When the great commandment sinks in and becomes a part of our DNA, we move from simply doing church to being his church. Our minds move from simply intellectual apprehension to thinking in harmony with his mind. Our hearts begin to move into what Paul talks about in Romans 12 when he says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. When we are loving God with all of who we are, it's easier to come alongside of those and rejoice with those who are rejoicing and weep with those who weep. May you and I be challenged this morning as we think about this great commandment to create space and to create time, to create an environment in our daily lives that will help us in the path of learning how to love him more. 
This is where we are to begin this morning. The Deuteronomy Deuteronomy passage reminds us of the importance of doing this in our home. Parents, it first starts with you and I. Are there some things, some new things, as we think about new beginnings, are there some new things that you and I, as parents, need to begin doing to love the Lord our God more ourselves? And then we need to ask the question, what can we do to create an environment in our home that will not only verbally, as we talk with our kids, but also show our kids our love for the Lord? They will learn by things we say, but they will learn far more by who we are. Another way of, of saying this uh, is let us remind ourselves of the importance of the fundamentals. Some of you know, some of you were on Facebook with me, and you know that uh, this week I didn't have cable, no TV at the house. It was actually a good thing. I wasn't at home much, so, you know, it didn't matter, but that, that point will come at some point down the road. But didn't have a place to watch game one of the NBA Finals. Some of you don't care at all about the NBA Finals, and that's fine. But this year, for those of you who have a little basketball knowledge, it's a special, I think, NBA Finals. And so I needed a place to watch game one and, and found that place. But as I was thinking about it, now these guys are naturally gifted in basketball. However, most all of them, when they began as children and as youth playing basketball, They're coaches, and they still today work on the fundamentals of the game. Passing, shooting, dribbling, um, just these basic fundamentals. And they do it not only in practice, but they do it before every game. These guys are some of the best basketball players on this planet, but yet they still practice the fundamentals. You and I as believers in Jesus Christ, as people who seek and desire to love the Lord our God more with our heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength, let us be reminded of the importance of the fundamentals. What are those? Well, just to name a few, it would be prayer. As we're loving God more with our heart, mind, soul, and strength, it will become natural for us to pray more. Pray for one another. Pray for your family. Pray for your church. Pray for God's will in your life. Bible study. Seek to hear what the Lord has to say to us through his word. Times of worship. What a great service this morning. Paul and choir, congregation, everybody sounded great. What a great environment. Praise the Lord. Worship environments, fellowship is important. You know, where we get to know each other and share life together. Service. What avenues in your life? Some of you, um, you can use the phone quite frequently to share concerns and and prayer requests and to encourage people. Some of you are able to go and to serve and to, uh, whether it's to help a family that needs some yard work or whatever it may be. Some of you, it's here in our state. Some of you, it has been and will continue to be around the world as the Lord calls us and and the Lord works in our hearts and our lives. Let us not forget the importance of the fundamentals as we move forward and begin anew as a church. These fundamentals apply in other things that I know there's some interest in here in our church. Golf, fishing, baseball, tennis. But these fundamentals also apply in the Christian life as well. Before current ministries can be strengthened here at Bowling Springs Baptist Church, before new ministries are formed, before some change begins to take place, let us look within and see what may need to be changed in us. Are there some new habits that need to be formed? Are there some new things that need to be eliminated from our lives in order to help us to love God more with all of who we are? Not only can music and prayer and scripture and devotion help, but 
one of the things that helps me often is music, is going for a walk. I've uh, bumped into some of you this week. I have, uh, we are living back in the Ingalls area of Bowling Springs, and I have, uh, late Friday, I walked to, to, to Garden Web and to the church and back home again. Some of you, if you see me, feel free to honk. I'll wave. Um, uh, if it's raining, though, you can at least offer for a ride. I would appreciate that. Um, I was picking on Wesley this week, and I could, I could see him honking and waving at me and saying, you know, no, I'm just kidding, Wesley. Um, but uh, but yeah, you can at least offer for a ride. But, you know, it's, it's, it's good to walk, and it's good to pray as we walk. It's good to be in nature. Some of you, uh, God speaks to you in nature. So whatever it may be, whatever environment that you and I can, can best learn to love our God more, I would encourage you to do that. Of course, prayer and Bible study is a part of that, but there's also music, there's also nature, there's also uh, participating in things that allow us to experience God in different ways. Let us begin the future story of Boiling Springs Baptist Church here with the Great Commandment. Growing deep in our love for God and allowing this love for Him, this renewed love for Him, naturally to begin to translate into the lives of our love, or excuse me, into our life through our love for other people. How are you doing this morning at loving the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength? This, of all the places for us to begin as a church family, let us begin here. Let's pray together. God, I'm thankful that you are a God of new beginnings. I ask that you would bless this time in my life and the life of my family. Bless this time in the life of Boiling Springs Baptist Church and teach us, Lord, more about what it means to love you with our whole being. God, if there are those here today that need a new beginning, may they take the steps needed to start down this path. We're thankful for Jesus, for his life, for his death, and for his resurrection. And as the choir sang, Father, we believe in your life, in your death, in your crucifixion, and in your resurrection. Because of what you have done for us, it allows us to begin again. If decisions need to be made, if prayers of confession need to be prayed, Father, have your way in our hearts. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're here this morning, you desire church membership, maybe you want to be a part of the future of Bowling Springs Baptist Church, and you want to identify with a group of believers that can help you grow, that can help you mature, help you discover your gifts and talents, and to be used with a great church, we invite you to come and to join with the body of, First, of uh, Bowling Springs Baptist Church. If you desire to pray, uh, maybe you have a spiritual need. I'll be down front. would love to receive you. But let's stand and let the Lord speak to our hearts as we stand and sing Jesus is Tenderly Calling, hymn number 316. 316. Stand, please. 316.
as we close. Uh, please know our family is excited and we continue to cover your prayers. Uh, as you might imagine, I mean, this is, uh, you know, it's maybe a little easier on me than it is sometimes for Renee and Aiden. Uh, we're all excited, but uh, very much in need of your prayers. So we appreciate that. And thank you for your kindness this last week. Let us receive now this benediction. Dismiss us now, O Lord, in your name and send us forth in your strength. Keep us in your care. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Have a great day. You have been listening to the worship service at Boiling Springs Baptist Church, located at 307 South Main Street in Boiling Springs, North Carolina. Come and worship with us at your next opportunity. Thank you for listening.